Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Kathy Gibbons here. Let's start off today's episode with a quick review of a fallacy we have already covered here on the podcast, the middle ground fallacy. This fallacy states that the truth will always be found at the middle point between two extreme arguments. It says that a compromise between two extreme arguments will be the right answer. But is the middle ground always the right answer? You can probably guess that it is not. If you find yourself faced with a middle ground fallacy, fallacy, the question to ask yourself is this, is this solution backed by real evidence or is it just a compromise? If you want to hear more about the middle ground fallacy, go back and you can check out episode 32 where we do a deep dive into what it's all about. All right, I want to real quick thank our sponsor. I'm so happy to have a sponsor on this podcast, y'all. And if you are concerned that the traditional school system won't equip your child with the skills and knowledge to succeed, you are not alone. Classical Conversations helps thousands of parents homeschool their children with confidence by providing a clear roadmap, a proven curriculum, and support from local communities of like-minded families. And you can learn more by going to classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons, G-I-B-B-E-N-S. Okay, let's talk about a new fallacy today. Today's new fallacy is called the pathetic fallacy. And I know, it kind of makes me chuckle too, right? Um, a pathetic fallacy doesn't actually, the word pathetic here, I just have to tell you, in this sense is not referring to being miserable or being totally lame right? It's actually taken from the Greek word pathos, which means experience or emotion. So that was, that's going to make sense here in just a minute. So a pathetic fallacy happens when someone attributes human emotion and actions to things found in nature that are not actually human. And while it may be in some instances a thinking error, it's also, and I would say probably more commonly, it is a literary device that authors and artists use to paint interesting word pictures. For example, um, the phrase weeping willow is an example of a pathetic fallacy because it sounds like the tree is sad or dejected or has sorrow, which of course is not true. It just looks that way to our eyes. So we're assigning this emotion by calling it a weeping willow. We're assigning an emotion to it that the tree does not have. Okay, here's another example from the poem Birches by Robert Frost. He is talking about, imagine him, um, he's imagining a forest of swaying birch trees. Okay, so have that picture in your mind as I read this poem to you. They're dragged to the withered bracken by the load, and they seem not to break, though once they are bowed so low for long, they never right themselves. You may see their trunks arching in the woods years afterwards, trailing their leaves on the ground like girls on hands and knees that throw their hair before them over their heads to dry in the sun. Okay, so in this poem, Frost, like I said, is imagining a forest of these swaying birch trees, and he imagines them, quote, trailing their leaves on the ground like girls on hands and knees end quote. While some might see these trees bent over and get a sad feeling, in this instance, 
Robert Frost, you in this poem, he's comparing them to a happy image of girls drying their hair in the sun. So that would be a form of uh, a pathetic fallacy where he's putting some human emotion or human actions into these trees, right? Something from nature. Okay, here's another example. Um, And you can probably think of a lot of different Disney films, right? That use pathetic example, pathetic fallacy examples, such as um, when you have a gathering storm that and the winds howl and the the thunder crack crashes and the lightning cracks, right? And it's used to signify that something is going wrong or fear or something bad is going to happen. Or a lot of times there'll be sunshine and chirping birds when things are happy and hopeful. That's, uh, that is a form of pathetic fallacy in a movie. And as a literary device, there's really nothing wrong with using a pathetic fallacy. It is simply a way to make nature come alive in a new way. But a pathetic fallacy isn't always a good thing when it's applied to other areas, such as science. In the hard sciences, a pathetic fallacy is seen as an error in thinking. For example, we have probably all heard the phrase, nature abhors a vacuum. Okay, does nature really hate anything? No, of course it doesn't. It can't. That is a human emotion and nature isn't a human, and therefore it can't feel the emotion of hate. This phrase is used to help us imagine a difficult scientific concept by putting it into human terms. Or let's say somebody could say this, when air gets hot, it wants to rise. Okay, Uh, does the air really have wants? Is it choosing to rise because it thinks it's fun? Obviously, no. This is another example of pathetic fallacy in science where it's just considered to be bad thinking. Okay, let me give you an example of what pathetic fallacy looks like in advertising. This is actually from a real milk, California milk TV commercial. This is what they said. Great milk comes from happy cows. Happy cows come from California. Now, can cows actually feel the emotion of happy? Well, okay, that's a subject that um, of a lot of debate, right? Some people think animals can feel emotions the same way humans do. Some people think that they, do, that they can't, right? Whatever, depending on where you land on that argument, you may see this as being a pathetic fallacy, but either way, they are assigning a human nature, a human emotion to an animal. Happy cows, right? Now, most of the time, a pathetic fallacy isn't really an error in thinking. It's just used to make things sound more interesting or more relatable or to convey a certain feeling or emotion. But I'm still going to give you a question to ask yourself when you come across it. And here you go. Is that part of nature, right? So you could say, is that cow? Is that cloud? Is that river? Is that butterfly, right? So is that part of nature really feeling that way? Or are they trying to make me feel that way? (laughs) Let me say it again. Is that part of nature really feeling that way? Or are they trying to make me feel that way? Now, there is another fallacy that's very closely related to the pathetic fallacy, and it's called personification. And there's actually another one called reification. So in the next two episodes that come out, I'm going to dive into personification and reification and show you the difference. They all have some kind of similar, um, the way that they work is kind of similar, but I want, I do want to dive into the differences between uh, these three fallacies in the next couple episodes. So remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. 
You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filterthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life. 